Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. It's your daily dose of Donna. Happy Monday. It is August 28th. We are nearing the end of the month, which is so exciting for two reasons. August 30th, my kids go back to school. And September 1st, Lance comes back. And those of you that are new to the show, because there's so many new people this month, my numbers are growing. I think since I was on Dumois and then I um, collabed with Zach Peter, who I'm obsessed with. Uh, just so many of you guys are finding me. So welcome. If you don't know, Lance is my husband. He's a camera operator. He's currently working on a Netflix reality show in Mexico. Poor guy. He's like not under the best conditions. I'm just going to be 100% honest. I feel real bad for him. But he comes back uh, at the end of the week. We have a busy, busy Labor Day weekend. And then he starts Dancing with the Stars next week. So can't wait to hear more about that. I'm dying to know who's on the cast. I don't know when they announced. We know Ariana, but we don't know anyone else, do we? Yeah, Lance seemed unamused. Okay, that's so funny. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for those of you that are here and support the show. Uh, I go live five days a week on TikTok while I run my show. A lot of people are on the fence about this. Like, why are you not just talking on your podcast? Why do you have the live feed going on on TikTok? It's because I am a people person. I am an extrovert and I really take your guys' uh, comments into uh, like my content. I think a lot of times what you guys think about things opens my eyes up or my ears up, I should say, or my eyes up to think of things in a different way. I love your comments. And if you aren't already following me on TikTok, you should go over there and follow. All the links are below because that way, when you see me go live, you can be part of the show. It's really, really cool to do that. Another really great way to be part of the show is by joining the Facebook group, um, which is growing every day, Daily Dose of Donna. Love it over there. I was kind of workshopping with you guys over the week, over the weekend, what you guys want me to talk about. Because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give you the tea that you want. There's a lot of shows out there that recap every single reality show and they do it so well. Like the Watch What Crappens and the Danny Pellegrinos and the um, Bitch Sashes. Like they do it so well. I am not a full recap show. That's not what I do. I don't usually spend entire episodes recapping one thing. I'm a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But I talk about kind of the main, um, the main stories of the day. Like whatever is interesting to me, I'm just assuming – Hopefully it's interesting to you. And if it's not that week or that day, you just don't listen or watch that episode and then you go on to the next day. I kind of switch it up. So welcome to all of you. All right, let's get into the show. Uh, The first thing I want to do is kind of just recap a little bit about my weekend. Friday night, you guys, was one of my most fun experiences doing Daily Dose. The episode is uh, still out there, obviously. It's my Friday. So it's from August seven, six, August 25th, um, where I mostly talked about the Ariana Sheena conversation on that podcast. But what was so fun about it was I was drinking wine. It was nighttime and 
the best part was the after show. So once I finished the recording, I still had a bunch of people over on TikTok and we had a full dance party. We played 80s music. We started dancing. I got my son Oliver in here. I feel like you guys were having fun. I got so many nice comments saying, you know, it, I've, it's been a tough week. Um, there's a lot going on and it's so nice to just like laugh it off. I'm telling you, and I say this 100% honest, okay? Thanks for the hat. I say it 100% honest. I am someone that um, struggles with loneliness a lot, which is weird if you know me to be like, I'm a people person, right? Like I'm, and I'm surrounded by people in my home. I have my kids, obviously, my husband when he's in town. And I have friends, but I don't go out a lot. I'm a homebody unless it's the weekends usually. So I am a big, big fan of, of con- connection. I like enjoy connecting, which is why I do these lives. And I just know that when I'm, whenever I'm feeling alone and I say this, like I really look forward to creators creating content, whether that's on TikTok or YouTube or podcasting, whatever, just like someone that I'm like, they're, we're together. I know it sounds weird. It sounds cheesy and weird, but like I, life is lonely, right? You can get really lonely. And like, this was an example this weekend. I mean, I made the best of it, but on a Saturday night when all your friends are married and one of my kids was at a sleepover. So it was alone with just one of my kids, which is fine. And we had a great time. We had a great fun date night, but you know, you get lonely it's like a little bit weird. So I really appreciate the community that we're building and dosers are here for each other. And I truly feel like you guys are here for me and vice versa. I hope you're there for each other and I'm there for you. Um, so Friday night had so much fun and danced the night away. And then Saturday, um, Saturday, I had like a chill day. I can't even remember what I did all day. Saturday night, I went with my son to, there's these like fun shops in Studio City called the Sportsman's Lodge. And we went over there, we had pasta, saw a couple like B-list celebrities. Like this is going to be a real random one, but I have this weird eye that I just see people. Do you guys remember, you know, Tia and Tamara, uh, sister, sister, Tia and Tamara? What are their names? Um, One of them was married to an actor named Corey Hardrick, who was – they were on that reality show together more recently. The Tia and Tamara girls did a reality show. So one of them was married to this Corey Hardrick actor, and they – they got a divorce kind of recently. And so I saw him with his little daughter and I recognized his face. This cutest little daughter. They were so cute. They were eating pasta together. We were sitting near them. We sat at the bar at this pasta restaurant. It was so fun. And then they were shooting a reality show, which is so – this is a crazy like roundabout way. Oh, hey, Kate. Um, Kate was on their podcast. Seven years. Do they still have a podcast? When we were sitting um, – Kate Casey, by the way, in case you guys are wondering, shout out to Kate Casey, a good friend of mine. She and I have been on each other's shows. We've known each other for years and years and years. She knows Lance, the whole thing. But when we were sitting there, Dylan, they had like this little pop-up shop thing in the courtyard. So Dylan's like, I recognize a a kid from school. Can I run out there? My son, he runs out there. He goes and sees them and talks to them. And then he runs back and he goes, mom, that was the craziest thing. They're shooting a reality show. And I noticed that all of them have F-22 stickers on their cameras and on their like gear suitcases. F-22 is my husband's company, Lance's company. I was like, that is so crazy. So I text Lance. It was a show for Hello Sunshine and Roku, all about female businesses. 
And, um, and so they were shooting and he's like, yeah, we just sold that show. So small world, small world. Yesterday, yesterday, you guys, I got fish. I'm a fish mom now. Here's the saddest thing. One of them already died. You guys, poor one out for midnight. His tail got stuck in the filter overnight. So that was already depressing. That's how we started our Monday. Either way, it's all good. Now I know I'm going to get comments like, oh my God, when are you going to actually get into the stories? Well, this is the story. Okay, Daily Dose of Donna, this is all the story. Let's get into what I watched on TV over the weekend, which is so much fun to talk about. Sunday Night TV is always the best of the best, but I need to shout out the movie that I posted about on my Instagram stories yesterday on Netflix. If you have not watched this, you have to watch You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. Tell me if you've seen it. This is a movie produced by Adam Sandler. It's based on a book produced by Adam Sandler and starring Adam Sandler's two daughters and wife. It was, it's like shocking that they all have this ability. Adam Sandler's wife in the movie is played by Adina Menzel, who you guys know as Elphaba from Wicked. And obviously she's an actress. She's been around forever. But um, yes, I am watching Big Brother. We'll talk about that. But um, anyway, his wife was played by, like was the friend's mom in the movie. Adam Sandler's daughter, the lead of the movie, Sunny, is the cutest, cutest, like, actress. I love that they're not this perfect, like, Kardashian-looking type family. I love that they're real. I love, you know I'm Jewish, so you, I love any sort of representation of Jewish culture that doesn't feel like making fun of it or um, putting it in a really bad light. It's not talking about like Orthodox Judaism. It's just talking about normal, relatable, like crushes and friends and family issues and periods and like all these 13-year-old girl issues. I watched it with my boys. Both my boys loved it. We laughed. It was so cute. And like this and then the Fleischman movie, those are the Fleischman show. You know, I'm obsessed with the Fleischman show. If you're watching on YouTube, you guys, I can see um, I have a reflection in this picture behind me and I see Oliver, my eight-year-old in the back, just like doing, all of a sudden he's like on the play yard over there and he's doing pull-ups and swings. So now he's guest starring on the show. Um, Fleischman, that was such a good show. What was it called? Fleischman. Someone tell me what it was called. Fleischman. Um, remember, no, like I can't remember what it was called. Something about Fleischman. And it was such a great, great, great show. But anyway, both those, those experiences are very, very, uh, positive for Judaism and anyone that can do that. You've got my back, which is like Roni, right? Let's move into Roni. So last night, three huge shows are on, on Sunday night, big brother. Let me know if you're watching big brother, Roni, the new Roni, which I'm definitely watching, and Sister Wives. We have three shows on Sunday. Fleischman is in trouble. Thank you. We have three shows on Sunday night that are so good that I look forward to every single week. And I'm thinking why, I mean, obviously Big Brother, you get it three times a week, but I'm like, why couldn't they just have spread the wealth? Because like Tuesday night, for example, I can't think one thing on Tuesday night. But Sundays, it's a lot. And yeah, Chris is right. It's so much work. Oh, exciting, Kate. Kate Casey says Jessel is on her podcast on Thursday. We are definitely going to tune into that. I have so many questions. Actually, I really wanted to focus on Jessel for a little bit today. So let's talk for two seconds about Roni. Um, 
it is so high on my list of enjoyable shows. I really, truly like the show. I like this cast. Someone said to me, it bothers me that I feel like they're all high fashion and they all look good and whatever. I'm like, but it's Roni. You can't put someone on Roni that isn't on the top of their game. And also it's Real Housewives. Like they're not casting, you know, the normal like hot mess mom that is always in sweats and hair messy. It's just not going to be that way. We have five very, actually one, two, three, six, just Uba's like not in this week's episode at all. We have six incredibly diverse, different types of characters. Yes, they're all wealthy and yes, they're all high fashion. Sure. But it's so special to see all their differences. Some of them are married. Some of them are single. One of them is gay. The other one is, um, you know, the dealing with the IVF or talking about infertility. I mean, you really have a variety. You have different religions. Like it's lovely. It is lovely to watch. I'm going to say something. Oh, who has gone from the worst to the, not the best, but the worst and like shot up this week was Jessel. Jessel to me is very, very challenging to watch for the first few episodes. Like constantly negative, constantly complaining, very snobby, very unlikable, very difficult to, you know, relate to. This last episode, and I think it's her husband, you guys, I think it's because of the connection that we now have with Pavit. Pavit, I'm saying it right, I hope, her husband. Because in last week's episode, she's talking about getting her kids into, um, into what's it called? Uh, private school. And she's like, we could be rubbing shoulders. She has this like Dorit accent. We could be rubbing shoulders with Tom Cruise. Don't you want that? Like she's so obsessed with the status and the idea of the status. Um, and he's like, no, like, I just want them to speak English. Like, what do you mean? It's Mandarin. And she's like, it's only 60, it's $62,000, but you get an iPad. And he's like, oh, for $62,000, we could get an iPad. Okay, got it, got it. He's just, he's grounding. He also is part of this food truck association and it, it was mentioned in the show. And now he's like creating reels about it. Big fan. And she's laughing it off now in the online comments and stuff, which I also really appreciate. She had a very endearing episode. She was talking about her IVF journey with her mother who is from, you know, India and very immersed in that Indian culture. And she was saying that it is not easy to have infertility problems in their culture. And they know that they're going to be the top gossip. Number one, so sad. And number two, such a beautiful, real conversation that she had with her mom when she finally told her mom after years that she went through IVF to get her twin boys and that IVF didn't work two times. That was pretty cool to see. The mom was gorgeous in her reaction. I'm so sorry. I wish I could have been there for you. And Jessel was so sweet saying, I didn't want to tell you, not because I was scared to tell you, but I know how hard you internalize these feelings and you would lose sleep over it for me. I just loved it. You guys, I loved it. Jessel really moved up ranks this week. I'll tell you who moved down ranks. I'm going to give you guys a second on, um, I'm going to give you guys a second on TikTok to tell me who you think moved down ranks this week. Well, two of them. I'll just tell you. Cy and Bryn. Cy and Bryn, two that I really liked first off. I Oh, you guys think Aaron. I think opposite. I'll explain why. Bryn 
I understand that this is her vibe, the flirty girl. I get it. This is like her thing, right? She's the the Samantha on from um, you know, Sex and the City. She's the I don't know, the Sonia, I guess, like from OG Roni or all of them, Ramona. I don't even know. I am so done with it. I know girls like this. Do you guys know girls like this that they can't go into a coffee shop without making the barista feel like they're going to try to have sex with them? I am so bored with it. I'm so over it. I'm so not interested by it. Please do not be working out next to me doing a kettlebell swing and moaning like you're having sex. I know people like this. I work out with people like this. It kills me. It feels so trying too hard. A lot of you guys are saying she tries way too hard to be the it girl. Mistakes were made. She was me before I got married. Yeah. I mean, it feels so, so like trying too hard. Whereas she's so beautiful and she's actually, we've seen good, great sides of her before. So I wish that they, I wish she just would just be herself. You can infuse that maybe if you're drinking and you're out at a bar, but like everywhere you go to every single person you see. Now let's talk about that conversation she had with Aaron at Aaron and Abe's anniversary party last week. I want to know for real, for real. If you guys saw that, she didn't know anything. Aaron was not privy to that conversation. Her husband told her after. I want to know one of you guys that would be okay hearing that. I wouldn't. Now, I am not a super jealous person, and Lance is a good-looking guy. But when one of my girlfriends, who I truly trust, if I found out from Lance that at our anniversary party, she said, if you get a divorce, like, you know who to call or whatever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it's one thing, like I have a couple of friends who are married and we always joke, like, can we swap husbands? Because, you know, there's something about her husband that I think would be like amazing because Lance doesn't do that and vice versa. You know, it's stupid things like, oh, the way that they work out, one works out and one, you know, saves money really well, or like one does the dishes and the other, you know how you do that with your girlfriends? You're like, oh my God, give me your husband for one night. I'd be fine. That's different also when you're talking to the girlfriend, but to go to the guy and you're single and you're obviously like very flirty energy, that is when shit happens. That's when Raquel shit happens because men need to feel, this is going to sound kind of crazy, you guys, but here's me sharing my opinion, even though so many of you think I don't, men feel the need, men need to feel wanted and desired. And like, it's a dopamine thing. Actually women too. This is not a men thing. This is a women person. And this is a man thing. Like you as people, when you're divorced, married, not divorced, when you're married for many years and you have young kids, even though Aaron and Abe seem to love each other very much, I guarantee you that there's a lot of times where Aaron's like, you know, not really necessarily down to have sex or maybe like doesn't want to, you know, is tired at night and goes to bed at nine where he wants to go out or like, um, you know, yells at him about certain things. Like that's marriage, right? It's not, it doesn't mean they have a bad marriage. It just means, <laughs> Andrew's so funny. He goes, I, I, I know to keep my mouth shut if I ever meet Lance. Andrew, for whatever reason, I feel cool about you doing it. Is that cool? Um, no, you guys can all flirt with Lance. Just let me be part of it. Like, can I be in on it? So you take a hot, AF, because we all can agree that Bryn is gorgeous. You take a hot girl like Bryn and you put her in front of a married man. 
at his anniversary party or at a bar or at a sports game or at home. It doesn't really matter where he was. And you say something like that in jest, trust me, the man thinks in the back of their mind, whoa, do I have a chance? Is that like a invitation? I'm sorry. Tell me I'm crazy. Now, I have no idea (laughs) what's happening. A lot of people are commenting the same thing. Um, I have no idea if, uh, I don't care if you flirt Darlene, by the way, I love you. If that's like, if Bryn and Abe have that relationship, she was like, I made up the joke, Abe the babe. She said that later, but that was with Aaron. I just think it was different. Now, Later, when Aaron got pissed off about it, understandably, and in my opinion, understandably, she said to Bryn later when she approached her, she was like, it's not cool. My kids were there. It's not okay. And Bryn was like, are you serious? Like, we always joke about this. Jessel was like, she never said the D word. She did multiple times. She said divorce, 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 divorce. Do I think Bryn was serious? Like, do I actually think Bryn wanted to have sex with Abe? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I think it's more because that's her go-to. It's like just flirting to get – she like wants to get that attention back. She's also like Abe shouldn't have laughed. What was what was he supposed to do? Can you imagine if like Bryn said that and Abe was like, that's not funny. Like that's so awkward. Of course he's going to laugh. Okay. So anyway, I personally on that side was pro-Aaron especially because it's Bryn. Like Jenna was saying Bryn flirts with everyone. That's who she is. But it's but then flirt with everyone. Just don't flirt with my husband if that's who you are. Like, I don't know. It just felt a little weird. One time I was at a party, okay? I was at a small intimate gathering. Not going to name any names. Some of them maybe listened to this show. And we were all drinking a lot. And I was in the other room. And I look over. And this woman was sitting next to Lance on a couch And her hand was all over him, like when she was talking to him, hands on the shoulders, on the arms, on the legs, on the And he was not turning it away. He was laughing. He was having a lot of fun because what man and what woman doesn't like to feel flirted with? It's natural. We're not like in that position where like, don't touch me. He's not in an abusive marriage, Abe. He's not scared that Aaron's going to beat him. So you enjoy a flirt. Just because Abe enjoyed it didn't mean that Bryn should have been okay doing it. I hope that makes sense. Okay. Anyway, it made me very uncomfortable to see that little touching moment with Lance. And trust me, we talked about it later. Um, So Lance also, by the way, wakes up all the time in a bad mood from dreams that I cheated on him. This is like a consistent thing with Lance, by the way. He wakes up in the middle, like in the morning, he's like, I'm in the worst mood. I'm like, are you okay? He goes, yeah, you were having sex with someone in my dream. I'm like, in your dream. Okay. Sai. Let's move on to Sai. Sai was, it's got to stop. The food thing has got to stop. You guys, Erin said the best comment on all of Real Housewives before last night. She said, she said, um, what was I going to say? She said, she's got to get that checked out. Why is she always hungry? My kids get in a bad mood when they're they're hungry. She's 40. Eat. Like she has a problem. There's a worm. <laughs> it was so funny to watch. I I can't. I can't. I'm done. I'm done with people that find a problem with everything they go to. We all know those people 
The food thing is out of control. There was a shit ton of food. You have bubbies, okay? So you have a you have a diner food, okay? So you have bagels. I saw fries. I saw whatever. It looked like it was like a lunchtime, brunch time, breakfast situation. It looked like they had mimosas. You have a problem with caviar. You have a problem with a cheese plate. You have a problem with shakshuka. You have a problem with past hors d'oeuvres. And now you have a problem with, with diner food. What the hell do you not have a problem with? What do you want to eat? And if you are that picky, you have to eat before you go to things. If I am a picky eater, I'm not going to, to parties assuming that they're just going to know what I like to eat. I, luckily, I like to eat everything. I have no issue with food. So like no matter where I am, I'll be fine. I've never had an issue. Yes, I, am, I agree that if I'm very hungry and they don't have food, that's not a good thing. But I guarantee you, you guys, I'm sorry, this is going to be stereotypical. Are you ready for it? This is stereotypical. Jews overfeed. There's always a lot of food at Jewish events. I guarantee you there was a lot, there may have just been past hors d'oeuvres, but there was a lot of it. There's no way that Aaron threw that huge party and didn't have enough food. And she did, she spent a lot of money on that caviar, a lot of money. And she said on Jeff Lewis, I think it was on Jeff Lewis or another radio show. She was like, I had a ton of food in the fridge. I had string cheese. I had, you know, snacks. I had hummus. Like I had apples. Like you could, you could put something together. What you need, like, you can't, I need to put you together a plate. You can't just like get snacks. That was at the caviar thing. Trust me, she had enough food. I can't with it. I can't. It's such a lame, annoying thing to complain about. Right? Um, a lot of people are saying, oh, wait, you think Sai is, okay, Kate is saying, I think Sai is suggesting Aaron has disordered eating issues. I don't, it could be, but then she's complaining at Brin's too. I mean, she's complaining everywhere she goes. So I don't know. I don't know. Erin, to me, she has a freaking bomb body, but I, I, I don't know. I've seen her eat. I have not had to, I don't know. Something's going on there. It's a very strange thing. Um, Okay. Let's move on and let's talk about, and even if Erin doesn't eat a lot, that doesn't mean you don't serve a lot. That's another thing. I personally, like, I have a friend that does not eat at all, but she always serves a lot of food. She's not assuming that we're all like her, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, Sai is driving me nuts. Now, one of my followers on Instagram, when I commented this, said, I've been following Sai forever, forever, forever on Instagram and she's such a cool girl. This is not portraying her right. Maybe, or maybe you, we have just only seen, if you follow her, maybe you've only just seen the Instagram version of her, which is a very, um, moldable, malleable, creatable experience is the, the Instagram. We choose everything we can do. As Bethany likes to say, it's straight to, straight to the people right? Direct to the people. So I just personally think, for me, I think that um, this is who Sai is. She could still be really cute, but I've got to, I, I can't with the food. Now, for them to complain with Jenna Lyons about Jenna Lyons bringing so many gifts because it has Jenna Lyons' name on them, like literally, here's my number, here's my address, Jenna, 
give it all to me. Who would ever complain about gifts? I don't care if they're sponsored or not. You're all there running your businesses for this show. There is not one person that is going on to Real Housewives in 2023 not thinking that you are doing this to promote your life, your business, your Instagram, your social presence, et cetera, et cetera. This is all we're doing. If Jenna has 500 the fact that she says she's been collecting presents for these girls, I have never met someone like that. I want a gift giver as a girlfriend. I am not personally a good gift giver. I am a bad gift giver, which is why it always ends up just being cash or like a gift card. I suck at it. But if you're a good gift giver, like I would never complain about that. Put your name on it. Put a picture on it. Give me a, a silk pillow with your goddamn face on it. I don't care. Give me the gifts. I am a gift lover. And I don't understand people that complain about gifts. You may hate it, but when you're complaining that her name is on it, come on. Um, okay. Sister wives. We're going to do sister wives just for a, a minute. No, Elizabeth, give it to me. I didn't hear the Real Housewives of New Jersey news that's dropping Friday. Sister wives. Here's all I'm going to say about sister wives. Sister wives is a slow burn. It's a slow burn show. We are two episodes into the new season and we've seen one scene, if you know what I mean. Every single, I mean, it. this is the one thing about Sister Wives, the editors on Sister Wives, like they're all taking editing 101 classes. I don't say that to be mean. I just mean like there's no, it's not fast moving at all. This show is the entirety of a Sister Wives season takes place over the course of like one day. <laughs> It's so drawn out. Yes, it's so drawn out. It's boring half the time. I like to see kind of the stuff, but every single scene, you have 46 interviews talking about the feelings of that scene, which are usually the exact same feelings of last scene and yesterday and last week. It gets old. How many times do I have to hear Christine talking about the fact that she decided to leave Cody? It's like we know we're there. We're past that. Like you've left Cody. Now let's just talk about what's currently happening. Let's not keep going back. Sorry about the tripod, guys. Let's not keep going back and back and back and back. I mean, it's killing me. I love Janelle. Of course, Janelle wants to hang out with her family. They're actually fun. Okay. Sabin Robin needs to, she needs to lighten her eyebrows, number one. I don't want to comment on bodies, but like she needs to lighten her eyebrows. They are on another level. It's literally a Sharpie to her face. I mean, I don't even think I have a black Sharpie, but yeah, that's good. It's like this, okay? This. Can someone tell me why Robin and Mary were hanging out on the front porch last episode in 2022? We're still on the front porch? Are you still scared of COVID in 2022? Or why can't cameras go inside Robin's house and film them talking inside Robin's house? What are we hiding? That's weird. Robin made this big whole like crybaby scene that my daughters, my kids feel rejected. I mean, you have control to explain the narrative to your kids enough, but of course they're going to feel rejected because you're sobbing your way through life talking about how you're being rejected. The fact that Cody and Robin take this kind of victim stance on the show is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. 
And let's not get into, you know, the earring debacle of this episode. Did you guys see that whole entire earring thing? That there was no earrings allowed in their family, no hole piercings until until Robin came in with earrings and then all of a sudden it's okay. Why don't we just call a spade a spade? Cody had all these wives and then he met the love of his life. And then realized like, I don't, I'm, I'm not attracted to Janelle Christie. I don't like blondes. I'm into dark haired women with, with Sharpie eyebrows. That's what I want. Why are we not calling it for what it is? Why, what is this pretending? He's so mad at Christine that she ruined her big picture, his big picture. Take some flaws, take, take some faults here. Christine is wonderful. Janelle's wonderful. Mary, <laughs> tread lightly there. You think it was 2021? Okay. Someone on my comment says that this was still in 2021. This thing, this was Thanksgiving 2021. I don't believe it was because Christine did not leave in 2021. Christine left last year live. I am 99% sure it was 2022, but I could be wrong. You guys tell me. I don't know at all. It was 2022, Lacey says. Yeah, it was 2022, Donna says. I think it was 2022 too. Um, and like 2021 would have made sense, the COVID stuff, but 2022, no, he had already gotten COVID, remember? And he was like, it took me down. Now the best line of the entire episode, wait, Sandy saying 2021? Okay. We need to, we need to find out you guys. We need to find out when, how do we find out when is sister wives? Um, taking place. Sister Wives season 18 film 2022. You guys, I, I really strongly feel it was 2022. I really do. Okay. I'm going to keep going. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll talk about this in a second. Oh, McKelty's not even pregnant with twins on the show yet. Regardless, it's annoying. (laughs) Whatever the answer is, you guys, it's annoying. And I know a lot of you guys hated the fact that I did live research there, how Bethany of me, right, to do live research during the episode, but that's what happens when you have a daily show. Okay, Sister Wives, the best line of it was when Cody said about Christine, I can't stand her. I mean, I don't hate her face. I just don't like what she's done to me. Don't hate her face. All right, let's keep on going. Big brother. We'll do a little big brother moment. Big brother, who is watching it? I will say this. I'm getting more and more invested. I am not obsessed at all yet. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the cast. I don't know if, like, usually it happens faster, I think. But I'm getting more and more into it. I personally really, really am happy with Cameron. I am like a Cameron stan. And I didn't think that I would say if my two favorite people on the show right now are Cameron and Sari, can't stand Izzy. I don't know why. Izzy's energy is not for me. Not for me. And Jared, I like him, but I think only because he's Sari's son. What do you guys think? Who do you think is going to be America's house guest or whatever? America's sweetheart, whatever they call it. Oh, you love Izzy? I don't know. There's something about her energy that I feel like would drive me nuts if we were hanging out in the same house. I feel like she would just, it's like too heavy, too like emotional. 
Um, I love blue. I love America and Corey. I really like America and Corey together. They're a little showmance. Um, okay. Another show that I just started rewatching, not rewatching, but starting from the beginning was Welcome to Plathville. My girls, Casey and Danielle on Bitch Sesh, mentioned it last week. And Casey's like, just do me this favor. Start watching Welcome to Plathville. I'm like, that is a show that feels so like 90 Day Fiance TLC, if you know what I mean, because I don't watch a lot of those shows. Uh, I started it and I'm in. I'm in. Who has watched Welcome to Plathville? I am only on season one, but this is what I'm rewatching. We'll have to talk about it more on Patreon and everything. You guys, I am – oh, and another show you are all telling me to watch is Ultimatum. So I feel like I have to watch Ultimatum. Um, If you're watching it, let me know. Okay, here's the thing. In terms of big reality TV – I mean, big news of the weekend, nothing big happened, which is why I could spend today all about TV, which I loved. There was some stuff with the Heather McDonald-Justin Martindale feud. I saw a post on Reddit. I'm going to keep this pretty short because I am not part of Heather's Get Me Behind Gates on Patreon. If you are part of her highest tier, apparently she spoke about it over the weekend. All I get is information that I see on Reddit. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, the reason why I talk about this is because this is literally one of the things you always ask me to talk about. I, all I know is that I spoke about this before. Justin Martindale, who's a comedian and also one of a uh, recurring co-hosts on Heather McDonald's show, Juicy Scoop, was on an episode a couple weeks, months ago, probably now, probably a month ago at least. And they were mentioning this one movie, which was very, very, um, in a very casual way, they were talking about Barbie. And then they mentioned Sound of Freedom, which is a movie that is very, very controversial. And it's about like a very serious topic. And he made a joke. And I, apparently the next morning there was negative comments and he was mad because he felt that she had not protected him from these negative comments. I mentioned this last week that he got said horrible things in his DMs, really, really horrible, degrading, very dangerous, very, very mean comments about his sexuality, about um, unaliving himself, just like awful, awful, awful shit, okay? And um, and she, I guess apparently he reached out to her wanting her to refute it on her stories or on the show. She didn't want to bring it back over, bring it back up. This is all I'm reading from Reddit, which is a public forum. If you want to get the whole story, of course, you should go and listen to or subscribe to Heather's Patreon because she talks about it. I am, I am not. Um, she, she basically said that she wasn't going to help him or wasn't going to talk about it. She she can't control people, which by the way, like if you listen to Jeff Lewis live last week, she straight up said like, I can't control my fans. I tell them what they, what they should and shouldn't do if I feel strongly, but if they feel hate towards someone, they're going to say something about it all the time. Like there's nothing I can say. Now, meanwhile, Justin Martindale was on John Hill's show on Sirius Radio a couple weeks ago where he said, I'm just taking a break. He kind of mentioned the fact that he was upset about it and that he was, um, it was like grown woman drama and he was just taking a break, okay? That was all we kind of knew. But after this conversation, um, which apparently on this Patreon, she said, I don't have to do anything to make it right, et cetera. Um, They're equal people. 
People want to make a big deal about it. She respects his talent, hopes people respect hers. Um, I'm just making sure that I'm not missing anything. Like I said, you guys can go listen to the entire episode and I highly recommend that you go and listen to the entire episode because support creators. I'm a big believer of supporting creators. By the way, I have a Patreon as well. So support me. Um, but support any, any creator that you like because it really does help. And so she was talking about how, um, you know, this is what it is and it's not a big deal and that's it. Well, what's crazy is right after this released, apparently, which I think is on Friday, maybe Saturday, I have no idea. Um, Justin Martindale unfollowed her on Instagram, which is basically in 2023, it's basically a public stating opinion. It's like a press release to unfollow someone and wrote and like posted a little meme of Samantha from And Just Like That um, saying unfollowed, hashtag unfollowed. And this was while he was hanging out with Krista Lamas, which is another one of those in-between friends, which I think was part of the drama with the pool party and not being invited over the summer. So it is a lot of back and forth. I don't feel good opinion opinionizing what is right and what is wrong because the only two people that really know are Justin and Heather, right? We're just fans and we're just listeners. And then we just like to kind of break it down and talk about it. You guys all have your opinions and I appreciate your opinions, but I'm just bringing you what I've read. Like I said, I don't listen to the show. I mean, I don't listen to the Get Me Behind Gates. So I just have read this. You guys are dying to know. And like all the forums, they're all talking about it. It's it's very public. It's very out there. So, um, Go and let me know like what your thoughts are. Um, either way, I know Justin Martindale has his own show, his own podcast that I've listened to. It's very cute. I know Heather, of course, has her show. And like there is a world where everyone can succeed, right? Like it's not one or the other. But I think a lot of you guys who are Juicy Scoop fans and Justin Martindale fans have hoped or want them to make up and be friends again. But just like the Jeff Lewis and the Brandy and Julie, it's always going to divide people. Whenever there's drama between, you know, this kind of inner circle of of Jeff Lewis and the Brandy and Julie and like, you know, he said, she said, really, which is what this is, there's always going to be a divide and a public opinion. And it's going to tear people apart, which is a bummer. It sucks to see that. It sucks to see huge communities who basically all the people that loved Brandy and Julie and Jeff Lewis and Heather McDonald and Megan Weaver and Justin Martindale, like there were, they were all tight a few months ago, right? Now it's like separated out. Now it's like octopusy out, right? So ooh, octopusy, where you got like the Jeff Lewis people, the Brandy and Julie people, the Justin Martindale people, the Heather McDonald people, the Megan Weaver people, the Kelly Dodd people. Like it's like it's a lot. And you know, it's it, what sucks about that is it just creates drama. Like I was just watching Zach Peters live this morning, No Filter with Zach Peter, and he was talking about on his live on YouTube about how last night he was at Sheena Shea's um live podcast recording at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood, and he and Up and Adam, who you guys know probably if you're on YouTube or whatever, or podcast listener, Up and Adam is another creator. He talks a lot about reality TV. And they had a huge, like, in each other's faces fight. Like, they had to be pulled apart. And that's two people very much in the same space. That would be like me fighting with Kate Casey in in public. (laughs) It's like, it's just, it sucks, you know? It sucks because there's a lot of people out there that love Zach and love Adam, and now they feel like they have to choose a side 
when there's a lot of people out there that love Heather and they love Justin and now they feel like they have to choose a side or they love Jeff and they love um, Brandy and Julian. Now they have to choose a side, you know? So basically that means I'm just never making any friends because I don't want you to have to choose a side. Just me and you guys. That's my goal. Anyway, I'm going to drop now. You guys, it's 43 minutes. I gave you an extra long daily dose today. If you want to support me, you can definitely jump into my Patreon community. You get new episodes every Wednesday where I can dive deeper so that I don't get myself in trouble. And then, um, of course, uh, we we have a live happy hour next week for Patreon. It's really fun. Make sure to jump into the Facebook group and comment below all your thoughts. Just keep it kind. That's all I have to say. I am so okay with you disagreeing with me. I just want you to be nice about it because I don't think you have to be mean to disagree. I think your point comes across a lot nicer if you're just kind in your approach. Love you guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.